good because I don't need I don't need my weird dancing confessions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm recording now. Um, <laughs> so, oops. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I couldn't believe the Rams were uh, they're in it. They, they've had uh, a, the dude, championship. The NF- well, NFC championship a, is on Sunday. Yes. NFC and AFC, I believe. Ah. Or are they on different days? Honestly, dude, I kind of checked out um, this year. I haven't been watching as much football as I used to. Um, this year was so weird. Like, it was really... Like, all the, all, all the, all the players you would think would be in it, like, just kind of sucked ass all the season. So... It made for fantasy football to be excruciatingly terrible. You know. Hey, sometimes you pick them and sometimes you don't. Yeah. Well, I definitely. It's not don't. a science. It's sports. Sprats. <laughs> Spurts. <laughs> I might. Uh, so one of my customers is he's from the band Fishbone. Do you want me to clock that? Huh? Isn't that the guy you talked about on a previous episode? Oh yeah, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, no quack necessary. I don't think quack's necessary. Fishbone. But uh, uh, he came in one day. He's like, "You heard of this band Viagra Boys?" Mm. And I was like, "I was like, yeah, I love Bro, Viagra Boys." He's been... like, "Dude, he's like, if they come to town, he's like, we're going, <laughs> we're going." Did you tell him we so went? They, yeah, yeah, I was like, it was the best show I've ever seen. Probably uh, one of my favorites of that year, yeah, for sure. And uh, he was like, yeah, we're going. So then uh, they announced their U.S. tour dates today. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I looked, they're, they're playing Coachella, so they're not playing anywhere in SoCal because Coachella has a blackout thing where, like, you can't play. Like, some please, some bands play, like, locally around there. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, none of the bands are allowed to play around there. Um, but they're playing in San Francisco, and he was like, Phew. "He's like, let's go to San Francisco road trip." <laughs> nice. So I was like, "Oh, sick. Okay, yeah, I could probably swing that." <laughs> Fuck yeah! So I might go see Viagra Boys again. It's sad their guitar players like passed away, but yeah, I was gonna say, uh, are they, they? Looks like they're still moving ahead, which I'm glad. You know. Yeah. Um. Um, what did he die from? Did you know? Did you I find think out? overdose? Was it? I'm not surprised. They've got a dozen songs about drugs. Yeah. So, I mean, on their EP, I don't know if you've listened to their EP, um, Common Sense or something like that. Mm. Um, they've got like they've got a song called "Lick the Bag," which is about uh. At the end of the night, when you're done doing all the all the cocaine and you're still feeling the the itch, and you lick the bag to get the little last bit out of the little plastic bag, mm-hmm. and all this stuff, and then the like next song is like about going to the island of the Sentinels and doing a bunch of fentanyl and all this <laughs> stuff. So it's like, yeah, I'm not real surprised part, that, part uh, of me kind of kind of wished it was just kind of a parody of it you know what i mean part of me wished it was like they weren't actual 
addicts and they were just kind of like <laughs> just you know yeah. what i mean because like sports where yeah it's knowing, kind of a vibe knowing them they just seem they seem they don't seem like they seem more of a it's cleverly like a parody but i guess it's 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 reality for them you know they're the weird al of drugs yeah no well and in just that dirty scuzz wad thing like it just it definitely seems like an act it doesn't seem like like who they are um yeah those people but maybe they're not they just like drugs you know some people like drugs i mean with the amount of songs they've got (laughs) <laughs> well, I love down in the basement where it's about like the husband, you know. Oh, how, how are you gonna explain thing. it, man? Where he goes, and a lot. I mean, uh, he goes, what does he say? He goes, <laughs> "You're just laying there in the fetal position or something like that." And he's like, <laughs> "And there's a live donkey on a chair in the corner of the room. A goat, a goat, a live goat <laughs> in the corner of the room. How are you gonna explain that, man? <laughs> you know, I love I, that. I that mean, song is. I love." Uh, as far as like an instrumental goes, amphetanarchy, mm-hmm. which is their song about amphetamines. Mm-hmm. But it's like that's like my go-to workout song. It's, cause yeah. it's just like so driving that you're like, like I would bike home from Minotti's and like be blasting that in my in my ears. It's just like pumping as hard as I could on my bike. But yeah, I like uh, Six Shooter. Is an yeah, instrumental. It's a, good one too. it's a great instrumental. Uh but that f- have, that first record, dude, is so solid. Have you watched the Shrimp Sessions too? They have a second one? Yeah. I have it. No. All of uh Welfare Jazz. Oh, I gotta check it out. It's not like it's not quite as like cool as the first one, because the first one was in that like warehouse. Yeah. Where like people forklifts and stuff are driving around. This one's, I think, in a studio, but it's it's still them live, like playing through the entire album. So yeah, and they actually released this one on vinyl, like the the live. Wasn't playthrough. the other one too? You have the other one on vinyl. I mean, I have the album on vinyl. I don't have the uh, I don't have the shrimp sessions. Oh, you're saying you want the like live recording of it? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It, but, it uh, amazes me how how cool those shrimp sessions are. Yeah, like it's. I think shot... it's just because they're so tight as a band. Like that is true. I've never seen a punk. Remember we were talking about that. Like every punk band that night. That's their way of rebelling against rebelling against the, the punk the system is to play loose and then dirty. And right. they're like, no, just play really tight, really... Uh, Dude, that was... Yeah, because remember I was telling you... Tight and hard. Yeah, we. I was... Woosa, <laughs> 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 you know? <laughs> Hoorah. Um, no. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was telling you that we used to play with a lot of punk bands and that was kind of the thing about punk was it was like, it was so loosey goosey that it was just kind of sloppily played. But that night we went and saw Viagra boys and then they played with two, one punk punk band, like just straight punk band called yeah, flatworms and they're fantastic. I don't think their recordings do them justice, but no, definitely their live performance was so tight. And I remember like going up to that guy. I was like, 
good God, dude. And then pottery came up and just blew the freaking doors off of the Echoplex or whatever. Where, isn't that where we were? Yeah. 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 And I was like, who the fuck is this? You know what I mean? And then I saw Viagra Boys. I was just blown away the, the entire night that it was like every band here is like super tight. Like we came there. We went there kind of as a joke. You know what I mean? Like we weren't expecting I mean, it was 12 bucks. Yeah. We weren't expecting like this really awesome rock show, let alone probably the best rock show I'd been to that year. You know? Yeah. I was just I, it was it was such a pleasant a pleasant surprise, you know. Um, it just seems like a random band that we were just gonna go see, and it was like, well, whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, twelve, 12 bucks, bucks. And I showed you like one or two songs, and you were like, okay. Well, what's funny is like they played so well. I mean, I think that's why bands do the do like that's why bands like playing shows because there's certain shows that happen sometimes, and even when you're in the band, you'll know. <laughs> Like there was some magic on that that night, you know what I mean? Like something happened that night, and yeah, we gained fr- fans, and I mean we also. E- I think we, we went- both bought like two records each a piece, didn't we? I bought uh, two. I bought you one, I think you and bought I bought three. Yeah, you bought you bought the two flatworms, and then yep, and then and then I bought uh, no, Pot- I just bought no pottery wasn't out yet. Yeah, so I just did the flatworms because Viagra Boys were out. Of their vinyl, yeah. no, you got you got the Viagra Boys. No, you already no, got up, you, you already I had ended it. up having I ended up having to get it later because they like gotcha. Okay, I had to do the big printing run, mm-hmm. which I still need to get my turntable working. But well, but yeah. any, anyway, no, I mean, and that was also the night that we had uh, Guisados, Guisados, oh amazing my God. tacos. We're going and, there uh, once as soon as I get back, and we have oh, our yeah. first. When we have our first, like, Josie Ryan bro down, when I move back, let's go to Guisados. For sure. Are they still open? That's actually, I should probably ask that. I assume, I actually don't know. I assume so. Did they survive COVID? I haven't even looked. Um, I'm going to blow this spot up and give this spot, like, one more customer, because we have one, we might have one listener now. Um. In L.A. <laughs> yeah, but if you're in L.A., man, Gusato's Tacos. They they, they did slow, remain open. They slow cook all their meat. Um. Oh, yeah, it's all like stewed. It's all, yeah, it's all like stewed meat. And I don't, I honestly, to, to, to tell you the truth, I've, I've been to so many, so many Mexican joints, especially living there. I'm pretty sure those are the best tacos I've ever had in my life. Like I don't, yeah. th- I don't think that it really gets any better than that. Um, uh, there's certainly came close one night. He made he made these uh, cochinita pibil, mm. which is like this orange uh, beef uh, beef or pork, might be pork, but it's mm. like orange and these like chilies and it's all wrapped in banana leaves and like slow cooked. Oh. oh falls apart in your mouth you're just like that sounds fantastic yeah um but it was very similar style like that just stewed meat have you have you seen in a while uh i saw him last week how's he doing seems to be doing all right we didn't talk much that's the thing yeah i think does uh, he have a new roommate yeah he has two new roommates Mm. he has a girl and a guy okay but yeah i uh 
Yeah. I I think we needed some space after five years. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, and, I, and I lived with you I, too, and I, yeah, I get and I it. I could admit that uh, you know I wasn't I wasn't on my best at the end there. No. I mean, we like I kind of came in like later when he quit drinking and. But man, yeah. those early party days. I know that they were hell for you guys, you know, being that, that it was your apartment. But that was the dyna- primo party spot, dude. Oh yeah. When some we of the had best all four par- apartments. Yeah, some of the best party like like legit parties I've ever been to. I think we're at that apartment. But yeah, we all kind of got old. <laughs> got sober. Yeah. And uh and I think that that was really where, that's where Ryan started kind of, we should probably quack all this out. Yeah. <laughs> Not that he's necessarily going to listen to this, but yeah, uh, yeah that was kind of where uh, he started having to distance himself from us because it was like we were drinking, like Arion and yeah. myself and everyone, and he just didn't want to be around it anymore. Because that was what he said. Is He was like, you know, I can work at a bar and serve alcohol. He's like, but I'm around drunk people all the time. And when you're sober around that many drunk people all the time, you just start to be like, that's lame. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are just drunk idiots. Well, you know, and even from the time I moved from there, like, I've definitely slowed down a lot, you know. Yeah. Um. Well, even like being with Jerry, I've slowed down a lot, you know. Yeah. Kind of had to. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, though uh, I will say that like I wouldn't change some of those parties, man. They were a lot of fun. Oh yeah. They're Dude, a lot of fun even with your broken birthday, couch. Oh my god. <laughs> and my 30th birthday when they hoisted me on a chair and we <laughs> sang the lion king. I was one of those. I'm in that picture, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was a fun night. Yeah, good times. I think that was the first time I met Kristen. <laughs> um, and then when, dude, when we went to Kristen's that one time, holy shit, that party was crazy. Oh yeah, that party I mean, was nuts. Dude, she's moving to Australia. Really? Yeah. For a guy or for just work or for a job? Yeah. Wow. Moved with her company down to Australia. She had her going away party this last weekend. And, dude, honestly, I'm thankful for COVID in that it does give me an out when I'm like, I don't really mm-hmm. want to do this. I could be like, no, nah, I got to stay in. You know, I've got coworkers that, like, you know, yeah. I've got one coworker who, if he's exposed, can't help his mom, like, who's sick. Right. Because. She's, you know, got cancer and immunocompromised out the wazoo. So, like, I'm like, you know, I have to be responsible and all that. But I also kind of didn't want to go because I'm learning later in life, and I think we covered this around Halloween, that I don't like parties. Yeah. I go to parties because I tell myself, you got to do it. And then I hate it when I'm there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. I mean, I remember that one party I went with that we we covered on a previous episode, and it was just like, this was the dumbest shit ever. 
I don't belong here. And then yeah. she just fucking left, you know, like, so it was just, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> cool, thanks. Sweet. All right. Well, like, and, and I, I think it was implied that I was invited to go with them, but it, I, it seemed like she didn't want me to go. And I was just like, so why did I come here in the first place? You know what I mean? Like, I was like, that was just kind of a weird, she would do that a lot. It was a weird bait and switch and it would just be like. I don't know, like, what we were, you know what I mean, to begin with. Like, I'd, it, we'd flirt sometimes, and then sometimes we wouldn't. And it, and, and I found out finally, <laughs> talked to me, told me that he, when he kind of g- gave up on her or whatever, because, of course, she wanted to go with him. And then she said, I just kind of think he, I think she goes, I know he likes me, and I like him too. I just kind of, I get this brother vibe from him and i'm like oh cool well <laughs> you know which i would have been fine with it would it wouldn't it wouldn't have bothered me but you know don't invite me to a party you know what i mean like yeah if you're just gonna kind of like ditch me at the at this fucking party you know um but ultimately yeah i mean I don't know, man. I I like I like parties, but I like old guy parties. You know, let's 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 drink a sixer. Let's play some cards. Let's you know what I mean? Like yeah, play I some like chess out with close friends. I mean, I you know do things. You know, I want to meet. I want to meet people. Like <laughs> yeah, because I'm I'm not getting any more single. Yeah, uh. <laughs> I can't. I can't be. He's already pulled over. He can't pull over any farther. <laughs> So I'm like, you know, you gotta you gotta mix it up and meet some people. Granted, oh, sure. it's always dudes. Yeah. That like, and you're like, okay, cool. Why did I do this? Hey, sausage fest. This is great. Yeah. Or you make a fool of your with of yourself when you're playing D and D. And what's funny <laughs> is both times I played D and D was once with you and once with Nate, and both times I got too drunk to where it wasn't even fun for everybody else. Like. <laughs> that was because I had a shit day at work and I was just like, I'm gonna polish off this twelver before we even get on the campaign. My my coworker who plays D D all the time said, Yeah, there is a scale of D D player, and you all have to be roughly around the same point. There is the Monty Python D D player. Mm-hmm. There is the That's uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> that's me too. Yeah, yeah. There is the like middle ground like i can't remember what how she qualified it like you know mm-hmm. king arthur lord of the Rings, and then there's the game of thrones D player who is taking it so seriously right that like you're you're messing up the vibe if you're joking around too that's much. how i that's like, how i felt about the dungeon master that night um but uh yeah i mean I, and, and to tell you the truth, it's like, I just really should probably just do it sober from here on out, or at least, you know, pace myself a little bit better, but, because I really do, like, enjoy myself playing it. It was a lot oh, of yeah. fun. so much fun. But, I mean, I was kind of joking, and I was, I had a shit day at work, and I was like, I just want to get drunk with you guys, you know, maybe yeah, a little stoned. I mean, they were, your, they were your old friends. I mean, that's, that was what did it, was yeah. the drunk and stoned. That's... Mm-hmm. That's what uh, 
that's what throws the wrench in things. You can't. I'm I'm learning that, and I keep making the mistake. Can't mix those two, or you get weird, and you either are like getting amped up on weed, and then you want to drink more <laughs> to bring mm-hmm. yourself back down, and then you just get weirder and weirder. Yeah. Or, or you're you know, yeah. Yeah, man. It it happens. I mean. You're amongst friends friends with me. I mean, you know, it'll it'll never make me mad. I mean, I might giggle a little bit, just be like, <laughs> "Okay, buddy." <laughs> but then again, you know, you'd do the same to me. You know what I mean? Like, you'd be like, "All right, sober up, Brian." <laughs> yeah. Like time to time to take a tide out. <laughs> um, that's what friends are for. You know. Oh my gosh! What was that, dude? That's been happening a lot with. Also, you like tap a lot on your on your tabletop. I know I bounced my leg. <laughs> uh, so the squeak was my microphone rotating because I pulled on the cable accidentally. Yeah, I remember I had to edit around that. That was crazy. I was like, Jesus, <laughs> like in my cans, and I'm just like, oh fuck, you know, it's like knives in my ears, dude. Just <laughs> it's like shit. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, well. You want to just yeah. get into it? Ugh. Let's get let's uh, get a sure. let's get a tune. I got a tune. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you a softy of a ball. We're okay. gonna we're gonna go Led Zeppelin. Okay. The name of the song is Royal Orleans. I don't know if I know this one. It's off the album Presence. Oh, I am still like coming out of that nap. Dude, when the goddess of sleep is just sucking you off, and you're just—I've actually been in the same boat, dude. We, I—I've been sleeping like a freaking log recently. I mean, every time I have a morning shift, mm. I come home and I just crash. Sorry, which album is it off of? Presence, not like the gifts presence, but like you know, being presents. Well, I would, if they have two albums, one's named after the gifts and one's after... <laughs> Presence. P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. I have never even heard of this album. So it's, you're I know. about to... Well, this is the thing. It's like, it. you know, it's kind of like what Nate and I say about, like, they're just one of those bands. It's like Radiohead, too, is like one of those bands where it's like their B-sides are, like, better than most band songs, you know? Yeah. Like, actual, like, released songs, so. And this is, like, it's still a kind of a hit, but um, I heard it on the radio the other day, and I was like, oh, man, this is such a great song. So let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Jam it. Man, I know when down and lose him. Running to the body by fire. And when the sun beats you, jot down on Reese's Center. Kiss the whiskers left and right. That song's sick, dude. I heard Funky that and I was like, rest. shit. That do 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 You know? Uh, yeah, man. This was, uh, it was a commercial success, but it was their lowest selling record while they were active. 
I mean, uh, I guess uh, Robert. It's no immigrant song, <laughs> dude. That song is sick though. I, I, I was like, fuck. No, the the like, there were so many little elements to that that were just fun. Like it was just a jam. Yeah, like, dude. The little, like, <laughs> dude, I can't imagine like, like. I can't imagine like what when they were in their heyday, like how many times like Robert Plant would look at freaking Jimmy Page and just have the shit eating grin on his face. You know what I mean? Like this is a blast, dude. Um, <laughs> um, and I think Nate said this in a, in a previous episode, but he's like, there's something about Led Zeppelin where it's like it's just all about those four dudes just jamming. Like that's literally yeah. like like the. That is the that is the the essence of Led Zeppelin. You know, it's just those four dudes just having a blast and just jamming. You know, it's and it, it, it's such a simple way to look at it. But I mean, like all their songs are like that. You know, um, yeah. It's just like I can't imagine being in a band that good and not just being just smiling the whole time. Like we're fucking awesome, man. You know. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, I guess this album was released when, uh, uh, Robert Plant was, was, uh, recuperating from serious injuries. He had a car car accident. Um, and Jimmy Page did pretty much most of the work on it. He said it was, uh, uh, it said the entire album was completed in a few weeks. So yeah, it was kind of like <clears throat> one of their later albums, uh, or in all those older, you know, iconic bands. You know, seems seems to be that like there's, you've got if if you're lucky, it seems like you've got pretty much like three to five solid solid albums, and then it seems like you just kind of peter out. You know what I mean? No matter how yeah. good how good you are. It's I like, mean, look at look at like Muse, yeah, and like Coldplay. It's kind of like that. Oh, Their first yeah. five albums, and then after that, it was like, <laughs> dude, did you hear Coldplay announced that they were breaking up and stopped making music in like 2024? I was like, great guys, thanks for giving us, you know, giving us two, a heads three up. Three years, like no one's cared about your music since 2009. Not since Viva. And- <laughs> And, I, ha- uh, I haven't cared about him since Viva, so. Exactly. Yeah, yeah 2008, 2009. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, now they're like, just so you guys know, 2024 is the end of the road. Great. Uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, I'll put it on the calendar. Yeah, yeah. It's like... it's, it's it's Coldplay is essentially the Chris Martin show now. So, yeah. Um, You know, he kind of, his ego kind of got too big for that band. Which is sad because his entire their entire band is really good and they're all just like real quiet dudes and you know don't really long for the spotlight but uh, they're very good in their own right you know yeah um, and those first five rec- five Coldplay records are fantastic dude the other day I threw on uh, what I threw on uh, God put a smile on your face man and I was like this song is so good. Doom down 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 you know. Um anyway, uh yeah, Led Zeppelin. Easy one. Softball. Nice. Softball. T ball. It's gonna gonna be a winner. T ball, you know. That slaps. But I I love like 
you know, it's got that basic, your basic, their basic Led Zeppelin type riff. And then it yeah. goes into that, da, 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 you know, they, they throw in that little, almost like Bowie-esque, you know, like little, little funk in there. You yeah. Know? It's very cool. Very cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you got one for me? I got one for you. This is also a softball. But really, I'm going to go about this the round way. Uh, we're going to play Ned Doheny. Ned Doheny? Ned, N-E-D. Okay. Doheny. D-O-H-E-N-Y. I gotcha. Because I want you to see his face. Yeah, I see him. And, of course, we're going to play Get It Up For Love. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. It's songs like these we started this show. (laughs) Count me off, you bastard. All right. Three, two, one. Son, that's how you were conceived. <laughs> I just love you would not imagine looking at his face that that's who's singing this song. And I think that's the same thing with all those yacht rock ones. Like Michael McDonald? Yeah. What is it? Uh, late night pleasure, or what was it? What was the music name? for pleasure? Music for pleasure. <laughs> uh great drumming. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the album cover is awesome. Oh yeah. He's just shirtless, and it's called Hard Candy. <laughs> it's being sprayed with water. Yeah. Or jizz. It looks like more like jizz to me. <laughs> I love how it's it's just it's all about those weird little minimal like small musical like instrumental. Oh parts. Yeah, yeah, like oh you got the little hoo hoo. Well, that was the thing <laughs> like, for guys in the seventies. Like they had all been in like either jazz bands or you know R and B bands or quartets or something like that. So this was easy as shit. So they would just add these like little funky layers and you're like Ooh, you know what i mean like you're like "Ooh, that's stinky you know what i mean like that's so good it stinks you know something uh, in the waters of malibu yeah i don't know well i mean they just get some pretty boy white boy to sing it and but it was probably a bunch of bunch of fucking fantastic like black jazz musicians that just like <laughs> crushed the the accompaniment you know what i mean um, cause some of that bass work and the, in the roads work, like that's a roads for sure. It's either a roads or a whirl. Oh, yeah, it, it actually sounds more like a whirly. sounds more oh, like okay. a whirlitzer, but yeah, some of that, some of that key, key work there. I mean, it's, I mean, what can I say? It's fantastic. <laughs> it's on that, uh, that the best mix ever <laughs> that Josie yeah. found. It's just a bunch of like 70s sex music, man. <laughs> oh my God. It's golden. Every song on that is it, oh, yeah. it is a slapper. And it flowed so well. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. When's uh when's your sex album coming out? Oh, dude. You know what? I've I've always thought about doing one just as for fun. Like besides so many bitches and then <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was thinking more like uh just going 
full on R and B just for a side project. Oh, I've always cool. thought about that, like doing an R and B side project because it's like a, you know, R and B music is a very guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah. Um, I mean, all I'd have to do uh, is come up with the basic key work, and then I could find, you know, Kelly. Kelly could Kelly Easter that used to live across. Oh yeah. From us could easily do that stuff, but he actually like his stuff is more. Uh, hey, uh, make white boy sexy again. That sounds yeah. weird. Yeah. That's <laughs> what are you telling me, Josie? What are you telling me without telling I'm saying, me? Uh, uh, what are you saying is he wants hard cocks in his mouth. Okay. Uh, hey man, I I, I have no white problem. boy music. No, no, I have no problem with the gays either. <laughs> <laughs> Josie has no problem with the gays. <laughs> In fact, I used to be one. <laughs> You're setting me up. Those are classic. That's funny. Well, the moral of the story, folks, is uh, Josie's okay with the gays. <laughs> hey, I got no problem. Is it with like them. the Doobie Brothers where Jesus is still all right with me? You know, yeah. it's like, homos are, are still all right, all right with me. <laughs> He's doing the like, electric slide while he's singing it oh my god did i ever tell you when i was a kid so i can't remember what early days of the internet wound up on these rabbit holes and i found this one that was just decrying the evils of dc talk the uh, evils evils of dc talk yeah come on like, man what you got crucify, against my talks they crucify a monkey in the jesus freak music video what <laughs> did you watch it yeah after do they really crucify a monkey yeah there's a monkey like crucified like like a dead? little like mutilated no like it's still alive oh okay but then the other thing that they said was like they cover the song jesus is just all right by the doobie brothers mm-hmm. jesus is more then all right and also the doobie brothers do you Dude. know what a doobie is <laughs> what fucking karen wrote this you know what i would counter counter you know uh counteract with her comments with i'd say have you ever fucking listened to supernatural bitch it's a fucking perfect album fuck you next question I cannot listen to that album. Dude, it's I, so good. Yeah, it takes it. Dude, Nate and I need to sit you down and we no. need to show you. He got it. It's uh Weird. they they released uh he I remember when he came in before COVID hit, you know, cuz he was in town and he yeah. he go he we were driving back from his show and then he was going to spend the week with me. Oh yeah, I remember he, that. That mm-hmm. was like the week of lockdown. And then he had to leave because he was would have been stuck. Yeah. So Oh man. I but the about but that. <laughs> we were driving home and we were like this was like the kind of the seeds to the show, you know, to the to Sultans. Um we were driving back and we were just jam- I was show I showed him the rocker by Thin Lizzy and he's like I had no idea this song existed and this song slaps you know like <laughs> and that was kind of the idea for the name but uh he goes dude dude I forgot to tell you he goes DC Talk just released their HD version of their live performance of Supernatural in Detroit at the Palace and I was like <laughs> 
do you have it? And he goes, <laughs> I do. And we got hammered that night and watched watched Supernatural. We're like, the best fucking album ever. You know? (laughs) It's so good, Joes. Like, if you can take away... if Okay, if you can, like... the, The whole thing with that album is you have to disassociate, like, the whole three front man thing. You basically have to ignore Toby Mac, because he sucks. And... And understand that kevin kevin max and michael tate are brilliant fucking singers and dude some of their parts in some of those songs are insane dude and uh i think he was recording with with uh, a guy named jason uh he's recording his his band right now but he's in a band called uh becoming the archetype and uh they're like a metal band but they were both like raving about this album. And he goes, uh, Nate goes, it's funny you mentioned that because my best friend and I are obsessed with this record. And we're like, what is the magic? Like, what's. And he goes, what? Well, I, you know, he goes, uh, Kevin Max follows me on Twitter. I can just like tweet him and see what if he responds. And they tweeted Kevin Max. And Kevin Max actually told him, he goes, the reason why that album sounds so good is because we were trying to break out of the Christian markets and make a mainstream, like, album. Yeah. And he goes, honestly, it, I think I think part I of just, it was, part of it was, like, they were, the all the Jesus and Jesus shit, like, was Toby's idea, basically. Yeah. All, all the, like, super Christian-y, like, lyrics. I mean, Toby, lyrics. Toby probably wrote My Friend So Long. Yeah, well, that as, that as song a under, as a as a little slap in the face to what Kevin and, and Michael, Michael were, were trying, trying to, to do. do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, because Michael, I think it's it's pretty well known too. Is is gay? You know, like yeah. it's very obvious he is, and which we've got no problem with. No, he. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Don't crucify us like you did that chimpanzee. Okay, like we are okay with the gays. Okay. <laughs> I've got several of gay friends. I'm sure Josie has plenty. A gay lover or two. I don't know. You know, <laughs> which is okay. Which is okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got stoned and I thought we were gay lovers at one point, Josie. Which is okay. Which is okay. <laughs> That'd be a good sketch. That'd be a good sketch. Which is okay, all right? I'm okay sure. with it. <laughs> One time I was in the showers at the YMCA. Sometimes. And it's okay. Sometimes <laughs> the, there comes a man and every time's every time in a man's life where he's got to hold the dick. You know what I mean? There, like There comes a man in every time. <laughs> <laughs> that was the point. Um, but it's okay. <laughs> We're not making fun of the gays. Yeah, we are okay with we're, it. We're down to clown. If you're with... not okay with it, we're happy to talk to you and try to convince you otherwise. Yeah, yeah, there you go. They're not doing anything to you, unless you want them to. Just <laughs> just be happy with your vagina, okay? <laughs> and if you got a penis, keep on it. <laughs> Dude. That's <laughs> Josie's okay with the gay. I don't know why this is funny to me. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> oh man. 
I remember like in the beginning stages when when Justin came out of the closet and I was trying to like I was so inquisitive and I was asking him all these questions. He goes, "Dude, just quit. <laughs> we get it. You're all, you're I'm all right with you. I love you, man." I, I hugged it out. Oh, yeah. He's like, "Just shut the fuck up and stop asking me questions." <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was I was like, "I just want to know. I'm just so curious." Just, you're my friend, and his, and his, I want you to know. His boyfriend at one time was like, he go, he. I remember we were at Liquor Lyle's one night, and he goes, he goes, I would say you're about 60-40. I was like, which, what do you mean? And he goes, I think you're, you're like 60% gay and like 40% straight. And you're lying to yourself. <laughs> I was like, I think you want to fuck me. <laughs> and he goes, touche. And I was like, all right, there we go. <laughs> I think you're trying to and sweet talk me and it ain't happening I'm flattered but I'm though. okay with it I'm very flattered dude oh, some of my my desk some of my best times were were at like liquor Lyles with the with the gay kids oh I got I got kicked some friend reminded me that we got kicked out of liquor Lyles once like that does not years, surprise me Josie back. I do not remember it. I remember we go out does with. Not surprise me. Do you remember Annie? Um. Yes. Oh man, she was the best. I think so. And what was funny is she told me that she had a crush on all of us in Nihilio, but the one dude she dated was Justin, who turned out to be gay. And I was like, of course, because we all were crushing on you. We all wanted to date you, and then you went with the gay guy. <laughs> like, fuck you. You know, like, <laughs> of course, you pick the one dude that's the most unavailable to you. Fair enough. Story of our lives, you know. Yeah. We were too dumb and fucking nerdy and stupid to even understand it. Um, <laughs> it's stupid. Too funny. And then I remember going to the gay 90s, and uh, one of Justin's boyfriends was a bartender at the time there, and that dude got me drunk. I like, do you remember Ethan Brinkman? Uh, no. He had this, like, white boy souped up, like, Honda Civic or whatever, and I just ralphed right all over the side of his car. Like, stuck my head out the window and just, wah! You know? <laughs> yeah. Good times. Sounds Good times. So I went to a Christian college, guys. I came I came back to the dorm room so drunk so many nights, dude. I remember going by Chris Wolfley and be like, Chris! What's up, man? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I could... The boldness, like the balls I had to do that was, it, it was crazy, but hey man, I was 21. Anywho. Anywho. That's the episode. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to Sultan's a Slap. We'll see you next time. Hey!